Good morning. Last week we covered the Das and the order of the Sphiris, which is in general part of this entire series where we began with Aidens of the Fnead Simpson and I've been moving down through Sadish Tauslus. Simpson and uh, Rishimu and Kav, Ak, Akudim, Nakudim, Tayu, Tikun, Achilles, Sphiris, and then in the specific Sphiris, we're now in the middle of the Esser Sphiris, the ten Sphiris, Chachma, Bina, and Das. Keser, I should say. First Keser, Chachma, Bina, we did Das. So in that order, you'll know what comes next would be. Uh, Chesed. But I think before we go to Chesed, let's dedicate uh, at least one share here to general structures of Mechen and Midas. Because besides the fact that each Svira has its own particular personality, Chachme, Bina, Das, as we discussed, and same thing with Chesed, Gurit, Deferes, Netzachedi, Seir, Malchus, there's also what's called the Partsuf, which we discussed as well. There's the whole parts of called Moichin. Say Moichin is all Chabad is Moichin. Midas includes everything from Chesed through Malchus. You break it down to Zohan Malchus. So even though, as I said, every specific sphere has warrants and deserves its own discussion, and we'll do that, I wanted to first talk about the general concept of Midas, and um, especially in context of Moichin, Moichin and Midas which is really, in our language, Chabad, and Chagas Nehim, which is an acronym, Rosh Hashanah, for Chesed Gurit Tefes, Netzachet Yisrael Malchus. So, Meichen and Midas. And make a distinction, this is critical in the whole discussion. Remember, the purpose of the Sviris is not because the Ebrishter needs Sviris, or because it, uh, it demonstrates the Ebrishter Shleimus, is because he wanted us to have a relationship with him. And the Sviris is Begindish Tamudin Bey. In order for us to understand him, in order that he should be understood and known, and the same thing, he wants us to have a Hargosha, to feel Elokus, that would not be possible. I'll be Seichel and I'll be the structure of existence as the Ebrishter created it if there was no concept of Sviris. Essentially, the Ebrishter, even though he's higher than Meichen and higher than Midas, He's higher than all these structures. Yet, the Hebrews has the power to also manifest in structure. The structure, namely here, Esther as we discussed at length, Esther Agnusis, all the way through all the levels of Sphiris till they become manifest in Atsilis, Eris, and Kalim, a structure. So now that the Ebrister is so-called manifests in Mechen and in Midis, so we have now something to hold on to because we were created by Tzalem Elikim. In the image of Elikim, we know there's no Tzalem. So again, the Tzalem is referring to how Elikus is Muslimish in the spheres. Al-Tarebbe really basically says this in the first Haggah in Peri Beis and Tanya, where he talks about, um, well, the Haggah in Peri Beis and Tanya, where he talks about who Amade, who Yedeya, the Rambam, and the Kabukabalim who disagree because Abish is higher than Das, the Maral namely. And yet, according to the Tedas Arizal, Kisfer Arizal, Kabbalah Arizal, Yitzhiva Milsa, 
it's correct. In Atzilus, the Eibushter does become united and nesachet ivichayuchad ivigamuichad with his own meichin and midas. Hence, who madu who yedei, etc. So now we were created in that Salam Elikim, says in Pasuk Pefedish and Bereshis, and the Loshen of the Altareb in Pedigimul, that Nishtalshul Mehen, that the Keiches HaNefesh, the faculties of our soul, and Nishtalshul from what? From the ten spheres in Atzilus. So there you have a meeting place. We, our Meichen, can connect to the Ebrus's Meichen. Simply put, when you learn Teda, Kol HaKeda V'Sheinu V'Teda, Kosh Baruch HaKeda V'Sheinu K'Negde. So there's a relationship in Meichen. Same thing in, in Midas. We have a Hafta Sashem Alekechel. And then there's the Ebrist that has a Hafti Eschem, Amar Hashem. There's a love that goes both ways. The whole concept of a relationship. So where's the relationship with? It's with the Sviris. Now, again, now we discussed, obviously, a love of Leila Midesa. We don't daven to the Sviris. And they're not Mitzayim, like uh, there's only one Ebrister. But is the Ebrist as he manifests in ways that we can relate to. Just like we say, Shem Kael is in Chesed, and Shem Alekim is in Gvura. So it's all one Ebrister, but he manifests in different Lefimaisi, and in in his different behavior or in different uh, types of modes of appearance. Okay. So that's just a, a summary of something we discussed more at length earlier, but I just wanted to state it because I'm talking about Mechon Amidus. So Mechon Amidus is essentially the meeting place. When you use your Chesed, and your Gvura, and your Midus, Toward inyonim that are apitel shem shemayim, and especially toward the Ebrister directly, you essentially are connecting your midas, the nishtal shlomahem, to where the midas originate from, which is the midas of Atzilus. So, what needs to be understood when we talk about mechan and midas with the human being, it's much easier to understand because that's how we're structured. Our conscious faculties consist of two categories: cognitive categories, what we conceive and understand it with our minds, which everybody can relate to because we do this all the time. And the second half is what we feel, our, our, our experiences. And as Dalta Rebbe says in Pedic Tess and Tanya, it's pretty straight, straightforward. I mean, it's not difficult to understand because, again, all you have to do is look at your own personality. So he says in Tanya Pedic Tess, he says that what? We talks about Mishkan of the Nefesh Kisses in the Mayach that the, the divine soul resides in the mind and the, and, and the right side of the heart, and the, and the nefesh abamis resides in the midas. What's the difference? So just two words, explain it all. Meichen. Meichen is reflective, which means it's objective. Good meichen, healthy meichen, is objective in the sense it looks at something and evaluates it without any negias, and Pneus, that's the way Meichen should work. Midas is the exact opposite. Midas is what's called impulsive, completely based on subjective interest. I like something, I don't like it. In Meichen, you're not supposed to speak about I like or don't like it. You're supposed to look at the subject matter, just like a Dayan, a judge, or someone doing research. You don't come to any conclusions, and right now you just want to know the MS of the Indian. That's pure Meichen. So obviously, never shall kiss, which is looking for the MS of Elikus, so it, 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 what, what, what dominates there is Meichen. The Nefesh Elikis is not going to follow its whims or its particular impulses. Even though Nefesh Elikis also has Midas, has Avavir, Hashem, and so on. 
In the Nefesh is the exact opposite. The Nefesh is like you see a behemoth. You're hungry, you eat. You're thirsty, you drink. And unless you have some Moyach Shalta'alev, as the Altarev explains later in Tanya, you have a full-blown Mechama, like he explains in Perik Tess, in Tanya, that between Nefesh and Nefesh because the Moyach Alev don't uh, communicate necessarily aligned. The Midas wants what it wants, completely subjective, its impulses, and the Mechin is looking for the Emes, more objective. So later we're going to learn Pedikid Beis, that Mechin Shalta Allah and Tanya, and Mechin is natural, that just like Yusuneir Menacheshech, that if a person allows himself and he contemplates, the Mechin can control the impulses of the heart. When I say control, like he says there, like the Benini Machshavadi Beramais, we're not talking about changing the Midas necessarily, but definitely taming them, or controlling them, directing them. So Mechen Amidus is, is pretty much that. Uh, I gave a very short summary. There's a lot more about Mechen Amidus. But that's essentially two forces within us, and all you have to do is look, you don't have to even look in the mirror. Every second of our lives, we have a, a, a conflict between both of them. Should you sleep a little longer and take care of your own needs, or should you go and do something to help another person? There's almost any act that you're doing is either going to be self-interest, which is midas, or it's going to be your mechon is going to say, no, it's not the right thing. Every time someone says, your Yitzhahara comes to you, it's either going to be you're going to just follow whatever your midas tell you, which is your impulses, and impulsive behavior without thinking much. You may regret it afterwards, but that's the power of the midas. They, they take hold of us, like he explains in Patek Tess, just like the blood from the heart rushes to the mind. The same thing, the midas of the heart, the impulses of the heart, can also control the mind. It's called sheikhid ya'avr enichachamim. We see it all the time, that even smart people, when they have a taiva, or they have something that the midas are interested in, the ganzer mechin can go out the window, or even worse, you convince yourself that the mechin, that this is the right thing to do. That's the power of midas. That sheikhid ya'avr enichachamim means that you think that you're still uh, objective. That's the power, that you convince yourself and you justify your position, even though it's rooted in the Gias, which is why the first most important thing in anything is to know you're in the Gia Bedavar. And Adam Reya, Kolon Negoya Adam Reya, Chutzmin Negoya Atzmei. Avis Atzmei, Adam Karavetzel Atzmei. We were all created that way. It's not bad that a person's Karavetzel Atzmei. But it's bad when you, when, you, when you think that you're objective, and no one is objective in that sense. If you have a Negoya, if it's something about the, that, that's why in Halacha, if you're t- dealing with a brother, a sister, a parent, a relative, it doesn't matter what kind of Balmechin you are. Even Moshe Rabbeinu has to recuse himself and disqualify himself from testifying about his brother. Because that's the nature of a person. You, you have a certainty to your family members and definitely to yourself. So that's the nature of Midas. So how do we get out of that? First of all, just knowing that. A person acknowledges with Bithel that I have Negeus is already means that you're an honest person. That's the first. And the second, we have a moyach also. If we didn't have moyachin, we taka would be like a behemoth in the wild. Like if we don't prosecute, for example, lions or other predators that go kill uh, their prey. Why don't we bring them to court and say they killed an animal, an innocent animal? Because that's their nature. They, they don't even have control over it. When an animal's hungry, it's going to eat. You can't ask an animal, for example, to fast in Yom Kippur. Or even on a shorter times. It's just a hepechateva. A human being, even though you're hungry, you can be asked to control yourself. The move in the table will never ask something that's not shayag b'mitziyas. You can't eat, you can't live without eating 
once in every every uh, seven days or drinking three days. So the tater can't ask something that's hepechateva. But but the teva adam is we have meichshalatal left. And the question is whether we exercise it or not. So that's somewhat of a take on the basic two major faculties within us. And the meichel and midas break down, as I said before, Chabad is already the details of the meichel. And the midas breaks down to Chagas and Nehim, which is again the details. I'm talking now the general parts of the general structure of these two. Now, that part is in a relatively easier because we just have to look at ourselves. But how about meichel and midas lemayla? How could you say such a thing by the Ebeshter? Midas in the Odom, you could say, is in the Tias, to Elam Haza, or to Dvarim Mutarim, Dvarim Asurim, whatever. But where does he have an Indian of impulses by the Ebeshter? The Ebeshter has no impulses. He has Chesed, yes, kindness. Gvura, the Din, or, uh, or the discipline, or discretion, whatever. Tzimtzum. Teferis is Rachamim, Midas Harachamim. But this concept of midas, especially as explained in Tanya, can even it's not shaykh to say lemayla. So when we talk about mechel midas, the fundamental, where's their common denominator here? So it's actually the fascinating Haggah from the Tzemach Tzedek in Derech Mitzvah Secha. Sefer HaMitzvah is the official name. Derech Mitzvah Secha is the name that was the, the publisher gave it, Tchofsky. So in the Mitzvah of Mechias HaMolek, in Derech Mitzvah Secha, Sefer HaMitzvah, where he, the Tzemach Tzedek, as you know, it's one of the first volumes that many of us learn in Chassidus, in Yeshiva. Mitzvah Savis Yisrael, Mitzvah Tzitzis, or the other ones, Minya Melech, that we learn. So Mechiz HaMolek, the Tzemach Tzedek, talks about that, and there's Hagar, where he mamish asks this question. How do you explain Moichin Emidus Lamaila? And the concept of Moich Shalat Alev. The Ebesh doesn't need Moich Shalat Alev. The midas of, elik- of Atzilas are elikus, just as the meichin is elikus. So to understand that's midas, that it's midas rather than meichin. Okay, a chesed is a midah, but how do you explain the whole personality of midas? Lemayl. Someone said they actually asked this question, he's, and he writes, he writes, the uh, something like that, is the lashon. The Indian, he explains it. That's the only place I ever saw it. Uh, maybe brought other places in Chassidus, I'm not seeing it, but there he definitely addresses it. Just as an aside, Dechmon Sesech was written by the Tzamech Tzedek when he was very young, the Chayv of the Alter Rebbe, they say in his 20s. And you could see it from the Ksav Yad, when you look at the manuscript, you could see it's a younger uh, so-called uh, handwriting than later. And there's a famous story where the, where the, the Rebbe's and the Chayim Mushka of the Tzamech Tzedek showed this Ksovim to the Alter Rebbe, and the Tzemach Tzedek was very upset, had a real Kpeda. It's a whole parsha. The Alter Rebbe had to intervene and make Shalom Bayis, but she showed it to the Alter Rebbe, and the Tzemach Tzedek, of course, Mitzad is Anivas, he didn't want to show it to his grandfather. Okay, that's a separate parsha, just as Agar. So I'm only mentioning it because that's why in Derek Mitzvah you'll find uh, in Yonim that you don't find another Maimorim. It was sort of, I mean, Kav Yochel, you could say, the Tzemach Tzedek was just developing these ideas as a younger man. So he speaks very openly certain things that later my modern, more formal my modern, don't like, for example, this point. You're not going to find a Maimur such a question. Meiz Siba. You know, it's more like a Sicha. It's a little more informal. So what does Tzemach Tzedek explain? How do you explain Meichen Amidus Lamaila? So he says, there's two levels in Elokus. It's a, it, it, this gives such a take on Michel uh, Amidus that I'm not sure why it's not emphasized more. 
He says the two levels of elikus is elikus lefiyerech elamis that relates to the world. Now, you know what we usually call mamalikalamim, and then there's elikus that's higher than elamis, sometimes called sevav kalam. Here he doesn't use that expression because we're talking both meichan and midas is both keiches pnimim and eres pnimim. So we're not talking about makif and pnimi. But basically, the difference he says is meichin is a lakus that's shaykh more la'atzmei. And I'm, I'm just adding explanation. Like you see, when a person's learning, they can't be busy with a relationship with someone, even if it's someone they love. You're learning, you have to concentrate on the learning. So meichin is bechlal la'atzmei. That's the Lashon Echsidus. Midas is the exact opposite. Midas is a relationship with a zulas. You can't have a midah without another. That we all say in the Maimur, the Bar Mitzvah Maimur. That's why Avram was mitzayer and had pain when he couldn't find someone to give chesed to, because you can't do chesed with yourself. So even though you have the midah, midah by definition means a relationship, love to someone, a gvura, yira to something or someone. So basically, mechin and midah is two levels in elikus. He explains, and he gives an example from other Maimurim. There's the emes, emes and chesed. So we know there's the medrash that says where the Ebeshta asked Emes, Emes, should he create the world? And Emes answered, no, because uh, Elam is molish karim. So Emes looks at the world. This world is Alma the Shikra. It's a lying, a deceptive world. People lie. And even those that don't actually lie potentially can any time, this world is a lying world. So why would Emes agree to create it? Of course, Emes says, no. Look, look, create an Elam Amas, don't create an Elam of Shekhar. Okay, then the Ebishter asks Chesed. And Chesed says, yeah, because the Elam is also, Elam Chesed Yabana, the Elam is also filled with Chesed. People will do kindness. So Chesed, of course, wants a world where there'll be Chesed. So the Medrash continues, the Ebishter took Emes, he threw it down on the ground, and uh, basically rejected the argument of Emes and created the world. And it says, the, it says, but it says, emes me'eretz titzmach. That's why it says, emes me'eretz titzmach. Because the emes is buried in the world. But it's buried. And ultimately, titzmach, it will grow, it will emerge. When there'll be enough chesed, then the people will come also to an emes. So this is essentially the medrash. So chesedis in different places, and also it's a very, uh, you say this, the concept. Even in, uh, I can tell you, even in marriage counseling or in other issues where there's conflict management, where when two people disagree or have a conflict, whether, as I said, marriage or it could be business partners or friends or family members, whatever. So you ask them the question, you're looking for the emes or you're looking for chesed? If you're looking what's emes, you may be right and the other person may be wrong. Or they may be right and you may be wrong. Or you both partially may be right and wrong. So you're looking for emes, you're probably not going to com- resolve the conflict. Because you want the emes, and that's it. If you're looking for chesed, for kindness, for love, then sometimes you have to overlook the emes. This doesn't mean you live a life of sheker. Friedrich Rebbe once said to the Rebbe Tzachayim Mushke, she told it to my father. That's why I know it. From a, it was, no one knew it before. Friedrich Rebbe once said to the Rebbe Tzachayim Mushke, when she was a little girl, she, went, she was going to play with one of her friends. And she, always, and she, told, she told my father this in Tov Shalom and Zayin, because he was preparing then a uh, bylog, a supplement for uh, 50 years of Yud Beis Tammuz. I'll just, I'll just tell you, it's Chavibusa de Milsa. So Yud Beis Tammuz pays Zayin, Lamed Zayin, 50 years. So my, the, my father asked the Rebbe whether he can, the Rebbe has anything new to add that we don't know from the story of Yud Beis Tammuz. The Rebbe was, of course, there. 
So he could add it with big shmak in the newspaper, something new, some chiddush. So the Rebbe told my father, he should go talk to the people that were there first. And he, and he mentioned the Rebbe and he mentioned the Chanegarai, and he mentioned the Rashag, and I think maybe, uh, maybe another person or two, and see what they have to say, and then come back, and maybe then have something to add. That's what the Rebbe suggested. So my father went to the Rebbe and the Rebbe did share a bunch of things. Among all the things that she was talking, this was not so much negated based on, but it was part of the conversation. She said when she was, that in general, her grandfather, the Rebbe Rashab, was a far more, uh, which is usually the case, you know, grandfather is usually kinder, and the father is more disciplined. Discipline. So always when they wanted something like a matone, the Rebbe Rashab was always bringing them gifts, the grandchildren, which is the three daughters of the Fidika Rebbe. And uh, now father is not the, the opposite, but he was always much more di- disciplinary. Anyway, one day she said she wanted to go out to play with her friends. And her father, the physical Rebbe, was sitting in the front room. And she had to go out through that room. And she knew that, you know, her father, she just had this, like, I don't know, at pachad, this disrespect, this, uh, respect for him. She didn't want to just, uh, so she tried to sneak out. Like, you know, he shouldn't see her. And, uh, but he did see her. And he called her over, sat her down. I think she sat on his knee. And the physical Rebbe said to her, where are you going? So she didn't feel comfortable to say she's going to play. So she said she's going to meet friends or something. So the physical Rebbe told her, in Yiddish she said, uh, I think Musia or Mushka, I'm not sure what the, how, she, how he called her. He said, G'deink Alamo. As the M is definished Alamo Zog. The truth you don't have to always say. But a Sheker you're never supposed to say. Just an interesting take. In other words, we're not looking has Rishom someone should lie. Even though there's a Maimah Chazal, Mepnei HaSholem, Muter Lashanes. sometimes it says Muter Lashaker, the Rebbe has all Sikh on it. But that's, I don't want to go into that, it's another discussion. Like you talk about Aaron, how he made Sholem. I want to go back to what I was saying about Chesed and Emes. So if you're looking for Chesed, if you look into Emes, then the Ebeshter wouldn't create this world. There's too many Shkarim. You know, the Ebeshter looks at the world with that type of judgment, with that very uh, sharp eye, you know, there's a world full of Shekhet. I guess Rebbe Pahara said when they asked him before he passed away, what does he look forward to? He says, ain't tug, but said, nish that one day he won't lie. In other words, it's a lying world. Again, it doesn't mean everybody's lying all the time, but it's a world that, echad bepeh, echad belev, let's put it this way, it doesn't, it's not difficult for us. You know, the type of duplicity. So from the, but from the perspective of chesed, the Ebesh says chesed, of course it'll create a world. Because chesed overlooks certain things. And is the key to any relationship. I was saying about how to resolve conflicts. You're looking for chesed. I'm not looking for sheker. Someone will say my whole life is built on a sheker. That's not what I'm saying. But if you're going to go pure emes, you want your 100% emes. Remember, you're also not perfect. If you want emes, then point the microscope on yourself as well. And you'll see you also have things that could die to be overlooked. So if you start looking at everything with that, with that uh, lens... It's that usually things will fall apart. So the Tzemach Tzedek, go back to the mitzvah's Mechir Samolik, the Haggah I mentioned. So he says that Elokus that's higher than Mechim is, is Emes. It looks for the truth. Again, I'm elaborating. He doesn't say all this Barichis, but the Nekudah he says. That's what, me, that's what Mechim is. You learn, let's say, Halacha. L'dases ha-maisa she-yasen ve'ela she-le-tasana. You open up a Gemara. Or a Shulchan Aruch, and you're looking for the Emes. You're not looking for what's good for you, your interest. You're looking, what does the Tadus Emes have to say? That's what Meichin is supposed to do. Clarity of the Emes of Aninia. 
Midas, on the other hand, is about chesed. Midas is not about looking for the emiss of that. That's what Moichen does. Midas is looking what is the right thing in this relationship. And to create a world, you need chesed. And the other Midas says that some tzedek, that, the, that the Indian of Meich Shalat the idea of what we've talked before, that Midas and Adam is Natiyas, impulses. So Kimur and the Ebushter doesn't have impulses. They just do something impulsively, like uh, we would do a, a taiva or a yetzahara wants you to do something, you just do it. That doesn't exist, obviously. But the idea that a lakus is bitsimsum, and it's focusing more on the makablim and the relationship, and therefore it's not looking at pure emes lamite, but looking what's right from the point of view of chesed and gvura, teferes and midas, that is shaykh lemaila. Because two levels in Elokus. So Moyach Shalat Allah, he says, is the Amshach of Mechel in Midas, the Amshach of Elokus that's higher than the worlds into Elokus that's within the worlds. That ultimately you want a chibur of Emes and Chesed. Obviously, the Chachila, like, just like with children, you, you, and young children, newborn children, you're not going to just say, let's do the Emes. The Emes is you should go to sleep. The child shouldn't cry. But that's not, any normal parent is going to insist on that. Chesed is what drives you. The child needs something. Even if it doesn't make sense to you, you have to deal with it. Because the child is kule midas. You can't start reasoning with a newborn, or even a one-year-old, or a two-year-old, hey, you know, don't be hungry. You could ask that of an adult. You can't ask that of a child. So chesed dominates. But ultimately, hamshach is mechen in midas, just as it is with us. As the child grows, comes a godl, then you can expect mayach shalat So lamayla is hamshach of elakus of emes, that's higher than Elimus, so to speak, Mechin, intermediate alakus within existence. Now, this alone is, uh, you say, this the understanding, because what it really means that the Mechin and Midas, to go back to the Sphiris, is really just two ways that Ebrist is interacting with us. I mentioned before that the whole union of the Sphiris and Atzilus Bechlal is a Mamutza, an interface between alakus and Elimus. As I said, alakus is higher than existence, Elimus is made of a structure. Comes Atzilus, and it has both. On one hand, it's an Elam, with Sphiris, which is Demitas, an Odom Adama, and, and second, Adama Le'elian, Atzilus is a dogma of Elokus. Elokus as a manifest in Sphiris. Just as when we discussed about Atzilus, where is it in the Posuk? In Pasha Baalescha, which we're going to read after Shavuos. So where is that? That's the Mokka, where it says that Moshe said, basar, when the Eden wanted the flesh, the meat, and the Ebrister then said to him, okay, so take the, 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 the skenim, and vayetzal min aruach, the Ebrister, vayetzal, that's the first time the Lushen is used, vayetzalti min aruach, I will take, emanate or impart from your ruach, why did the Ebrister just establish the skenim? Let them uh, deal with the meat. Because everything has to come from Meisha. Meisha is the mashpia. Meisha is the rei anemon, and Meisha is the mamutza, the mutza mechaber, benechem and ben Hashem alekechem, so even the Basa has to come. But in order for Basa to come from a Ish Ruchni, like Moshe, Ish Alekim, so you have Atzillus. The Atzillus is the Ruach of Moshe going into the, the Skenim. And they become so-called... So in this example, Moshe would be more like a Dugma for Lakus, or Ish Alekim, if you wish. And the Skenim would be a Dugma for Atzillus. So they are carrying that Ruach. And from that... We derive the whole concept of Atsilas and Kabbalah and Chsidis from those Psukim, which is essentially the same meaning. It's like a Mamutza. So, in the Mamutza itself, like any good Mamutza, you have to have something that relates more to the Mashpia, and you have to have something that relates more to the Makabal. 
like a translator. Someone that knows Hebrew and English to translate between two people who can't speak both languages, he has to know Hebrew, he has to know English, and he has to be able to then carry over what the Hebrew speaker is saying to the English speaker, or whatever language it may be. So Atzillus speaks both languages, language of Elokus, because it's, it's Chachma of Elokus, it's Chesed of Elokus, but also speaks the language of Bnei Adam, the Ibrateid of Elosh Bnei Adam. We understand the word Chachma, and Chachma is Nishtal Shalim Bria, and Yitzira, and Asiya, then we have a chachma, even a chachma gashmis, or a chesed gashmi. All of that is the language of us. So Atzilus speaks both languages. In Atzilus Gufa, just like Eidus and Kalim Bechlolis, Eidus are more me'ena moed and represent the Kalim is more the structure and the identity of chachma binadas, etc. So in the Cholus Atzilus, it's the difference between moichen and midis. That moichen is more elokus la'atzmei, like I said before. La'atzmei, which is more a lakus that's higher than existence. And Elim Chesed Yibana, to create the world, it begins, is the, is the world of Midas, because Midas is the relationship. So even though in Meichin you're ready, also the Ebrister also wants a world. And to say Meichin is completely disconnected, it's not completely disconnected. We're not talking about Chesed or levels that are higher than Atzillus. In Atzillus and Gufa, Lefiyerach, Meichin is more La'atzmei, and Midas is more Lefiyerach Ha'elimus. That's why it's a relationship. And that's the understanding of Mechon Amidus in, in Atzilus. I was going to add one more thing, and that is, um, so in that context, when you think of it that way, you're, it, it, of course it makes much more gishmaka and much more understandable when we talk about a relationship even in a human level. Look, we are human beings, we have Mechon Amidus. A person who's just a cop, mensch, just a maskil, just a person who's a like the Rebbe, Friedrich Rebbe says, Monsiche, that the difference between a maskal and the avid is the maskal gate of the cup, and the avid gate with the fist. You know, maskal, everything is the head. It's like when you say people are playing mind games or they live in their head. So it can move and you can't have relationships in your head. On the other hand, if a person just me this and doesn't have mechim, then they don't have direction. So the truth is, a healthy relationship, any type, is, a, is really me this is the relationship, but it's guided by mechim. So it's not just hefker. Or you just follow your whims. So you want to meet us that are guided by Meich. And it's really also critical, especially when you're talking about people, I mean, I'm making it more, a little more um, applying, this applied, applying it to our lives, that very often many problems that you find, besides that it's looking for emes instead of chesed, is also this, this balance. You always need to have Meich in any area because you need clarity and you need objectivity. But if you have meichen and you don't have midas, you don't have a relationship. And unfortunately, there are a lot of people who hide behind their minds, whatever reason, insecure, fearful, and they, they don't let themselves be vulnerable and allow themselves to go into the world of midas. To use the language of chassidus that I just was saying from Delch Mitzesech and other places, the Ebrister didn't just remain detached and said, I want a world of Pisechel. He wanted a world where he's going to engage with this war, the, the, the people with us. Ashutav la kodesh baruchu b'maise b'reishis. Atkedekach, as the Rebbe explained many times, and it's also from Chazal, that tegolo le'edem shechine imahem, enechi, ima enechi b'tzara. Imagine that the Ebrist is saying, even though Lakus is completely higher than Golas, and higher than, uh, than all the Halamas v'estadim, and yet the Ebrist is mislabish himself, 
Shechita Begalusa, that's the ultimate relationship. Because you could say, that, of course, you know what? The Eden was sent to Gauls, Meprecha Te'enu Galinim Artsenu. The Ibrishta remains uh, the Maila from Gauls. Even at Rashbi, we say he was higher than the Churb. And yet, you find one Mamachazal after another with the Ibrishta. No, there's a part of Elokus that goes into Gauls with Eden. Like I said, even like that when a person is hurting below, it says the Ebrist is hurting. So fine, we need to explain it what it means when you can't apply these Gashmizdika terms and a lakus can move it. It's called anthropomorphism, in case you're looking for the word. You can't apply that. But you also can't apply Eine Hashem and Ozne Hashem and still the Tera Dibre Belashem and Yadav. So it's like a Moshe, like I said, a We need a language that we can relate to. But the bottom line is, there are many places uh, that, like Maglin Rabbi Imei, that when a student is sent to Ir Miklet, so the Rabbi goes with him. Why is the Rabbi Shuldik? Why is he responsible? He didn't do the crime because that Arav is connected to his Talmud. And if a Talmud is in Golis, Arav is the Gauls. Moshe Rabbeinu ends up in the Midbar, even though he didn't do the things that the other Eden did, Chet Egal and Chet etc. So there's that concept of Elokus connecting with us, even in the, and that's only in the world of Midas. If you only go Moichin, Moichin remains removed. It's just like anyone says, listen, I wasn't involved in this, let me remove myself. But that doesn't happen when Asher Karahu, when it's negated to you. So Kavyochel, even in Elokus, the Midas of Atzillus is that it's negate to the Eivishter because his relationship is one with the Eden. And as I said before, we don't just say, we also say, the Eivishter loves us. He doesn't just, um, he didn't just create us. He loves us. There's a love. And love means that there's commitment. And when there's commitment, there's a relationship. So bottom line is, the Mechen Midas of Atzillus, of course, are the purest form because there it's Kuli Elikus, but it definitely talks about Midas as a relationship. So all the, the Midas, Protis, meaning Chesed, Gvurit, Teferes, all follow this concept. So this is somewhat of an overview of understanding Meichen and Midas. Now you'll see in Chesidus is elaborate elaboration on this whole thing of Hamshachas, Meichen and Midas. So I want to say a few more things about this that I frankly always found confusing uh, earlier on until I got some more clarity. I'm assuming others are also a little confused by it. And you see time and again in Chassidus. I think a few of you even asked me this question over the year. On one hand, as I just explained, if you look, in the, you look at yourself, Midas are something we are born with. Look, as a matter of fact, Midas is, reveal, is more revealed, is revealed earlier, I should say, in children than Meichen is. Children, newborn children are completely impulsive. You can't expect any moichin. To say there's no moich, of course there's a moich. But the moich, as Chassidus puts it, is completely in the gather of mutfa. You know, mutfa murgish musko. I'll explain a bit more in a moment. Meaning it's completely natural uh, midas. Child is hungry, they wish to make. The child will cry. It's not seichel. Uh, of course, even that also goes to seichel because the seichel is the, ultimately the central nervous system. So even mutas tivim are also driven by the, the mind. But it's not an intellectual process. You can't say the child feels hunger and it makes a decision. I've got to have my parents' attention, so I start crying. It's all reflexive. It's all automatic. And that's healthy. 
Because how else would a child communicate if it didn't have that feeling? If a child didn't feel hungry, how is it supposed to exactly tell uh, a parent that I'm hungry? So that's the way it is. Mitzvah tivim legami. As the child grows, so I, I mentioned the three stages that Chassidus brings, mutve murgish muskel, it moves from completely behavioral, meaning reflexive midas, to, to murgish, where the midas are already felt by the child. Like you talk to a two-year-old, a three-year-old, so Pichsidis, uh, different places, explained about Ichis in Chele Gimel and Ayin Beis, but it's also in Tovshin Gimel and in other places in Chassidus, very fascinating discussion on the psychological development of a child, which of course also explains the different halachas, that were, how we are mechanach children. So there comes a stage, more or less, when a child begins to speak, that they move from mutva to murgish. What is murgish? Murgish is already a feeling the child can convey. It may be a very immature feeling. The child will say, I like rice. I like this. Certain children start having preferences. Things they like and they don't like. It may not be brilliant preferences, meaning it's not based on some type of deep philosophical machshavah, but there's already a midah that's not purely reflexive. You know, reflexive is when, when someone, someone, you're, you're, some, something pinches your finger, you automatically reflexively react. A midah that's more deliberate is already called the gather of murgish. But still, there's stages in this murgish, still childish, it's still a child, and then develops all the way to the level of muskel, which generally begins right before bar mitzvah for a, mat, for a mat boy, 13, and for a girl, 12. Obviously, not on the day, it's a process. And then after bar mitzvah itself, the moichin continues to grow. What's muskel? Muskel is that, that you can expect now from this person that their seichel should control their midas. But everything I've said right now is all about midas tivim, natural midas. But then there's a whole sugi chsidis that actually probably even more, I can't say more, but definitely an abundant amount of maimorim that talk about midas and meildim mina seichel. Seichel meildis hamidis. So when you learn it again and again, you start asking yourself, one second, is midas, you're born with them? Or do they come from Seichel? From when you see about Seichel, Meil des Hamidus, the Duke and Perik, uh, Gimel and Tanya, it's all about Heilor des Hamidus. Persons misbeinen with Chachmose and Binose in the Godless of Elikus, of, of, of Mamalaklam, Sevaklam, and Kule Kamekalachasha. And that's Meilid, Ava Vira. And when you have Das, as we quoted last, the last class from Tanya, there's Iskasus, and therefore you have the Heilor des Hamidus. And the midas are kayomis, they're, they're lasting and sustainable, etc. So what about, so what midas are these? Are they do different sets of midas? So that's usually how we understand it, but you start reading it, you see so much focus on the midas that are born from Seichel, and you start wondering, what about all the midas that are natural to us? And are they the same thing? Because we're not talking about guiding the midas. If we're talking about guiding the midas, so you could say, yeah, a midas is, like I said, impulsive, you're hungry, you're thirsty, or uh, you want something. So the Ebrister says in the Torah, this is muta, this is asr, you can't just take anything you want. And you mayach shalat al alev, and it controls, it guides, it directs the midas. It suppresses them, it, it dis- disciplines them. That makes sense. But what do we mean by mayach moyle desamidas? means that the midah wouldn't be there if the mayach didn't give birth to it. Now, I don't know if you ever encountered this question, but it's a pretty obvious one when you read it. Now, it's not a, I'm not asking some big kasha that has no tether, it's kamuvan, 
We're talking about two different levels of Midas, but still, it's never really spelled out. Is it the same Midas? Is it not the Midas? And um, so, so there is a... Uh, in Ayan Beis, if I recall correctly, somewhere in the Prokim Nun, or between Nun and Samach, I think, um, the Rebbe Rashab says something interesting. For example, the natural love that a parent has to a child. Avativis, avatzmis of av leben. You hear about that all the time. Avativi, avatzmis. It's not subject to seichel. It's 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 like biological. Your child is a part of you. You'll always love that child. The fact that some parents have problems loving their children is another story because they're unhealthy. But it's not the natural thing. The natural thing a parent loves a child. And even when the child may behave in a way that's not the, according to the parent's liking, you can't take away ava atzmis. It's just simply and purely biological. It's like, it's like a piece of you. It's like saying, I don't love myself anymore. It's not shaykh for a normal person. So um, I understand if anybody has a psychological issue, what about me that I don't like myself? I often hear that question. That's another discussion. Even people who say they don't like themselves, they're still part of them they like. It's just that they have low self-esteem. It shouldn't be confused. So, so, so that Ava Atzmis, that Alta Rebbe Rashab says, he says it's not Midas, it's called Rotsen. That's what he says, he says in the Fetish. It's called Rotsen, because it's not a Midas, an Adam, that comes from Seichel. It's coming from the wiring. It doesn't use that word. It's coming from the way we are at some wire. Just like your eyes are brown or blue, that's not up to Seichel, it's not a... a, a so therefore, it says you don't call it a midah, you call it rotsan. Like a rotsan atzmi. The fact that it manifests in a the, in the love that a, ch- a parent loves a child, that's because the rotsan is informing the chesed to love the child. But the connection that they have is a rotsan atzmi. That's what he calls it. Now, based on that, you could say that really when Chesidus talks about midahs, bechlal, I'm not talking about Pedic Tess and Tanya, because there he clearly says it's impulsive. But bechlal, because Chesidus is demanding in Avedis Adam, that a person's seichel should give birth to, his boninus in Alekus should give birth to Midis, that we have Avas Hashem and Yiris Hashem. And in many ways, it really explains Tanya. Because if you read Tanya, this question is very bailed. And everybody asks it when they come to the second half, after you finish, after you start learning Pedic Zion. Till Pedic Zion, except in a few, a few uh, short references, the Alter Rebbe is talking about Mayach Shalat that the Mayach Shalat Alev, the Nefesh Abamis, has its uh, Taivus and the Mayach Shalat Alev. Then, Pedic Yudzayin and on, especially Yudches and Yudtes, the Alta Rebbe introduces Avim Mishateris, that Etzim every Nishaman, even Akal Shebekalim, is connected to the Ebishti. It's like a, almost a different, uh, taking a different track. Till now, he was not talking about the, even Again, he mentions it in Pedic Tezayin, there are references to it, even in Pedic Yudbez, I think. But Bechlolos, the, there it's all about Aveda. That you have a Taka, a, a Nefesh Abamis, and you have Taivis and Midis. But then, you also have Meach. So exercise your Hizbonanus during davening, and hopefully it lasts afterwards, to control your Midis, to, to guide your Midis. Meach Shalatalalev. Then there's another thing, Avamisuteris. So the, the question that's asked, how do they work together exactly? So the obvious answer Again, it's not a question like you can't answer it, but it's uh, needs explanation. Is there's two separate things. There's how we're wired, and wired every id. Id nishta vil nishta kenzayin abgerisim fenalakus. We're part of the mayach av, like he says in Pedic Beis. Chelik elikam and mal mamish. 
That's not up to us. You know, that's, that's, it's, it's part of who we are. Just like the Ava Atmis of a father to a child, there's the Ava Atmis from the child to the father, to the parent. But Siddhis doesn't want that alone. Later, I think in Pedic Nun, not Pedic Nun, uh, in Pedic uh, Mem, Mem Dalit, I think, the Alter Rebbe says that the Ikid is it has to come through your Aveda. Because this is natural. That's not the, that, then it's not really yours. That the Ebishter gave a gift, a matona called Ava Misuteris, that we all have a connection. If you want to really have a relationship with Ebishter, you need to have Mechan and Midas that works, and you're deliberately doing it. So that, that type of Midas is a far more profound one. Because the first would be, you know, everybody's, it's like someone born into a family of wealth. So, yeah, they're very wealthy, they could buy a lot of things, but it's not primis, it's a gift. So the Ava Mishateris is a matana, and it's a great matana, and it's mamshich, uh, it gives you a level of Ava that you can't reach through your own Aveda. But if we want it primis and lasting, and the whole kavon is that you as a human being, and the world in general, should be primis akeli telekus, that could only come through the meichen and midis, where your moyach contemplates on elokus, and you awaken a midah, a deliberate midah, not just the midah that you're naturally inside of you. Now, obviously, they both come together, as the Alter Rebbe says there in Perik Memdalad, that you have, you have the best of both worlds. That once you do the Aveda, and you also Megala, the Atzmiz, the Ka'ava, then you have my, both Milas. But the Aveda is critical, always. So the concept of Mechen and Midas is much more the idea that a Mechen that actually gives birth to a midah, not just the midas atzmim that I said before, the natural midas that we have. So it's true, we do have two levels of midas, you could say. One really, the Rebbe Rashab calls rotsen atzmi. You know, the midas we're wired with. And just like a person is wired to be a bal chesed, in a, they grow up in a family. And genetically, it's a bal a family of chesed. There are families, the opposite, their, their nature is more gvuridik. More, I don't want to use the word stingy, but more betzimtzum, etc., etc., I'm not talking now mitzad chira. I'm talking about mitzad uh, tulda, mitzad birth. So there's that. And obviously we need a veda there to control it and to tame it and so on. And then there's the other thing, which is the main focus, is the halodas ha, ha, hamidis, that the mechen gives birth to midis. And in truth, I haven't seen this. I'm not sure for sure if this is correct. But we're talking atzillus now, just to bring it back to a discussion. There, bapashas, mechen and midis, so first of all, by the Ebrister, again, you don't talk about impulses and even wiring. The Ebrister is not wired. But clearly the Meichen Amid is in Atzillus also that says clearly the Chochem Bin of Atzillus gives birth to Zoh and to the Midas of Atzillus. At the same time, you know, I haven't seen this anywhere, maybe just talk, you would imagine that Atzillus also has a natural, Kavyochel, natural Meichen Amidus, like I just said about us. But that, that I'm not sure about. But uh, it, it makes sense that both things are there. There's, in other words, how Atzillus is, it's an Atzme, the Ebrister was Meitzel, uh, was net, the, the Netzalim of Mechen and Midas. And then there's Hamech is Meilad Midas, or gives birth to it. Like I said before, the Tzamech Tzedek, that Hamshach of Emes and Chesed, or the Hamshach of Elakus that's higher than the world's, Mechen, into Elakus Betecha element, which is Midas. Okay, so that's an overview. I hopefully did some justice to this concept of Mechen and Midas. By no means, again, is this exhaustive. There's a lot more to be said, but I think it's, I'm looking, focusing on the Mamutza and also the Avedis Hashem of it. Why is it negated to us to know there's Mechen and Midas? 
But now that we know the Ebershtah is Mechel and we have that, see, it, it, it makes the, the interface, the Mamutza, the connection, and the fusion of Elikus and Elam is a lot deeper and more, more powerful and more uh, consistent. So um, that's why when we always talk, we always say that we have a relationship with Ebershtah, Api Mechel, you know, when Mashiach comes, it says, Kulim Yedu Esi, Molot is Deus Hashem, there's also Yediyah, but it also talks about Vahafti. It talks about Vinasati Lechem Lev Shalbosar, that there'll be a Lev, there'll be emotions. In other words, a full relationship, just that as a human level, with Abishta is both Mechen and Midis, and each one has a Mile that brings something the other one doesn't bring. Mechen brings that higher perspective, the Emes. Midis brings the personal intimacy and the personal connection, and they both need to feed off each other. Okay, so we shall stop here. And next week, hopefully, I'll start with uh, Chesed. Good. A good day, everyone.